Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, with my co-host, Corbin, and today we are diving deep into a token called Casper. Yes. It is, it is not a ghost, surprisingly. It's, oh, not yeah, not their at all. Their logo, they missed the opportunity to make their logo a ghost. That would have been very smart marketing. Saddens me, but, you know, he's probably copyrighted. Casper's price is currently sitting at a little under eight cents, seven, yeah. eight. Um, it has a circulating supply of about four and a half million billion. four and a half billion sorry yeah. and a max supply a little over 10 billion yeah what what is casper corbin so casper is a pretty fascinating coin on honestly so casper operates in a I guess you could say kind of similar manner to how ethereum operates in terms sure. of it being a uh Actually, no, it's it's proof of stake. So it's not Ethereum. It's actually something closer to like Solana. Actually, no, not not Solana. Uh, Cardano. No, you wouldn't say it'd be related Can to you stake on Solana. I don't know like hardly anything about Solana other than how unreliable it is. Yeah, you know, I, I don't I know much either. <laughs> so I'm just going to. Yeah, we're not going to talk about. Solana. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Sounds proof like of stake. Bitcoin is proof of stake. No, Bitcoin is proof, proof of work. work. Yeah, yeah Ethereum is right. proof of work, too. Yeah, uh, Ethereum 2.0 is trying to move to proof of stake. That's why my brain was like, oh, Ethereum, well, but just got delayed again. So Actually. guess not. What a shame. What yeah. a shame. So what could we refer this to? Casper's its own thing. Let's Casper is its own thing. Yeah. So the, the thing that makes Casper really, really cool is its modularity and ability to sort of necessarily contort to a business's needs but in for instance it supports smart contracts yes right? and in a typical smart contract if you want to ever go back and edit that smart contract you actually have to write a whole nother smart contract and then you know edit whatever changes sure. you wanted to make in the first place yeah. and then you have to, you know, implement it into the blockchain and then you have to migrate everything from that old smart contract over to the new one. Okay. Which takes a long time. Yeah. And can be exploited. If 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 I don't I don't know the extent of the exploitation, whether or not it's based off of the actual speed of the network. Because that's what happened with Ethereum with that OpenSea hack it's, that yeah, we, it's we mentioned before. Many times. Yeah, it's happened fashion. many times. Yeah. So they'll they'll go in there and their hackers will like weasel their way into the into the layer of the blockchain or into the layer of the smart contract and you know do their their deeds do their deeds exactly the thing that's cool about casper is that it lets you actually go in and edit the smart contract and just roll it out live we've really never seen that before no and it's it's kind of funny it seems like such an obvious thing yeah it's like it seems like why hasn't everybody else done this exactly I've never I've never seen that done. So so, you know, I could be wrong, but I've ne- personally never seen that on another blockchain. I mean, neither have I. Yeah. And it's fully permissionless and decentralized with single node types. Mm-hmm. And if you compare that to things like Hedera, Algo, obviously Ethereum is fully permissionless, mm-hmm. but Hedera and Algo both are not. There is a council and I'll go as a foundation. Yeah. And then things like Tezos and Cosmos, those are both fully permissionless as well. Mm-hmm. 
which it has its comparisons, but more or less, it's in its own. It's it's in its own lane. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really doing its own thing. Um, and the the whole staking mechanism, even though it's only been rolled out for a year, which usually for most block blockchains means means it's still going to be a bit clunky. There's going to be some weird things There's that you got to be yeah kind of like learn. Sure. Um, the the way that you actually stake on Casper is actually fairly simple. They have their own wallet and everything. And like, you just basically go in there. You, uh, you can go on a website that actually will tell you like the top validators, how many, what their uptime is and all that stuff. It, it operates similar to how you will delegate your tokens in songbird. Okay. So in songbird, the way it works is, the the node operators will try to get be the most try to guess the most accurate price of okay. Songbird at any given time, and whenever the that particular uh, operator happens to be the closest, they get you know a certain portion of some Songbird yeah. you know for their the people staking in them, okay. um, and those will that's kind of how it determines the reward output so the ones that don't determine the price accurately very often a lot of times their their reward output will be quite bad and then the ones that dump all of their development into just making sure that it's as accurate as possible are the ones that sit at the top top dogs the top dogs exactly yeah and then with with casper it's a it's a similar thing of where it's more of a reliability thing but, you know, you can also choose to vote like if, if something ever happened with the blockchain where it messed up, you would be you would take part in the voting process because it's decentralized. Gotcha. Yeah. And your vote would be based off of how many, you know, tokens that you were staking at the time. Wow. That's that's a big benefit. Yeah. Especially when you're staking a lot more than an average user, because mm-hmm. then it gives you control or not necessarily control, but it's a bigger say in how things are determined. Yeah with the nodes yeah and as far as i know that hasn't happened and i don't the the way that it's structured i don't really foresee that happening because it's all node operated it's not like proof of work or anything where you know there can be incongruencies with you know hey i got this block done at this time and then the other this other miner's like no 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 no. i got this block done at this time ahead of you and it's like okay which one are we going with (laughs) yeah no you're right yeah and one thing that's also very special about Casper is they don't have a limit on the amount of nodes. Yeah, there can be an unlimited amount of Casper nodes, which is really good and really helps with scalability. Yeah, long term. Help get those transactions knocked out. Never seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, one other really cool feature of Casper is they're, they're, they released an article. This was back in February. And at the so about their how their gas fees work and about how, you know, it can be custom tailored to how, you know, whether or not the blockchain's backed up yeah. or that sort of thing. But at the very end, it talks about a gas market future concept, which would allow business, which would allow businesses to actually like pre buy gas. So if gas is going for a certain rate at this time and a business thinks, hey, I'm going to need to have this much gas. But I need to stock up on my gas so I'm yeah. able to make sure that 
yeah. able to execute. It's it's like prepaying your gas, that's, which is pretty cool. That's pretty major. Yeah, and the gas fees aren't bad either. No, I just, mean, yeah, you just literally said you sent, you were going to send your Casper, which yeah. isn't too much, but it was only going to cost you eight cents. Yeah, that's one Casper. Yeah, and that, that's the gas fee. So if, if so. I, and you know it's very early days yeah and it's only it's, been out for a year so and you also have to consider whenever you're sending millions and billions of dollars through the true. network you have to i mean it still wouldn't be too bad but because it's proof of stake i don't know if it scales gotcha because i think when you do I, this is me totally spitballing but it makes sense in my head when you're doing proof of work it's different because the bigger because it's going out to more individuals when you're a node operator, it's going to more. Usually, it goes to like businesses and that yeah. kind of thing. So instead of them making more money off of the larger value transactions, instead, I think they make more money just based off the sheer volume of That's transactions trans- going through. Ah, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Mm. Do you know how much how much Casper it costs to create a node? I'm actually not 100% sure. I was I was doing some reading to try to figure out like That's a great question. Yeah, exactly. I was I was trying to do some reading to figure out you know, is it like XDC of where you need to stake what was it like a million? Yeah. XDC which is just absolutely absurd. Ridiculous. I mean, considered to some, it's not too bad, but it's still very absurd. Yeah, and that's yeah, if you're going to if you're going to you know, lose a million XDC to open up a node that reward rate either has to be exceptional or you just have a lot of capital or you have a lot of capital or you're playing the long game because earning back a million XDC would take so long to do. But it's not always just about earning back. It's about being a part of the protocol itself. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. But you also want to be able to make back your investment. Of course. I mean, you could also make back the investment over time through not receiving back the amount of XTC, but receiving back the total dollar value in XTC. So say is you stake it and you accumulate through the node, um, you would, obviously the price of XTC is going to go up long term. Dollar cost average the way up. Yes. Well, that's just through the rewards that you gain through the node. Sure. Yeah. No, that's a... I didn't even think about a that. different visual, visualization mm-hmm. that some might not consider. That's yeah, that's a great idea. But one thing that makes Casper super unique is that it's one hundred and thirty-six thousand percent more energy efficient than Bitcoin. Yeah, like super energy like, efficient. Like what? Yeah, well, no, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. Considering the proof of stake mechanism behind it and like how it wor- like works and operates, mm-hmm. it's insane. Yeah, no, it, uh, like, honestly, it's not too, with the with mind blowing. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely mind blowing. But, you know, at the same time, you know, we we rag on Ethereum and, and Bitcoin all the time. That's all we do. It's pr- I mean, pretty much. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's not really that hard nowadays to yeah. make a token. I mean, I know nothing about creating a token, but I would imagine it would not be the most difficult thing in the world to make it you know, that thousands of percent more efficient sure, of course. than proof of work, but which is the most inefficient blockchain technology. Correct. <laughs> but it's it might not be hard to make it that efficient, but it also has, you don't know how to incorporate everything that Casper is providing. Yeah. 
that's the big plus that I look at it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it weighs out. Yeah. Like you're getting the energy efficiency and then you're also getting the utility. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A double standard. Mm-hmm. The two co-founders, Meta Color Car, she's a co-founder and CTO, and Murnal Manahar, co-founder and CEO. They both are very, very strong um, computer programmers and finance professionals. They've worked in the tech space for a very long time. Mm-hmm. They have great backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah, like, absolutely. But Meta, she's been working in the tech space since the early 80s, building computers in her basement. Since then, she has sent the past two decades delivering product, a production of SAAS software for major corporations such as Adobe, Omniture, and Avalara. SAAS, by the way, stands for Software as a Service. In addition to her technical proficiencies, Meta's strengths include building high functioning technical teams and inspiring them to deliver solutions that solve customer problems. Yeah. And then if we dive into Renal, Renal has an extensive career as both a computer programmer and a financial professional. Before founding Casper, Renal was a principal in the technology slash media slash telecom sector head at Sigard Capital, mm-hmm. a private equity associate at Bain Capital and associate consultant at Bain Company. In addition to his professional uh, contributions to the blockchain industry, Renal has been personally investing into the sector since 2012, a seed investor in Ethereum, which I'm curious what price he got in at. I would also (laughs) love to know that. a seed investor, that's pretty major. Yeah. Blockstat, Basis, Maker, and Filecoin, plus many more. Filecoin is another one I'd consider what he got in at. Probably sub a dollar, I'd assume. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably sub, like, maybe even 10 cents. Probably. Filecoin Cas- at probably these- Casper price right now. Yeah, what's, what's Filecoin at these days? Over $100, I believe. Okay. Two seconds. Oh, you know, I'm so, so dumb. It's at $20. I'm so, I, I figured, I'm like, okay, well, it must have ran at some point. You know, but- one moon. Wind moon. That's all I ask. Filecoin's another great coin that we will talk about very soon. Hey, if you if you wanted a moon, we should have bought some Zilliqa. I think yeah. three X in like yeah. two days. We knew about it. Rebel Bull put us on. Oh, I know. I'm not missing Casper though, because I, I have a feeling this one's gonna do something. Yeah. If you go back and look at the chart on Coin Market Cap over the last uh let's see, we can do one big plus about Casper, it's not really listed on any major exchanges no the only exchange you can really find it on that is to your benefit would be like BitTrue. yeah that's like one of the most accessible ones if you're if you're in the u.s at least because to get on like huobi i don't know how you pronounce it or whatever it is yeah 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 it's it's really hard to do in the u.s it's not really worth it honestly um but they're supposedly supposed to have uh 12 more listings what kevin cage posted 12 exchange listings? 12 exchange listings. That's that why I bought. That is so much liquidity. I need it. All right. I need to buy now. Okay. Look, I have to buy now. <sighs> not financial advice. Uh, if yes, you go back and you look at the all chart on CoinMarketCap, okay. in its inception, it started oh, off. It's only been around, been out for a, a little over a year now. It just had its one year birthday. Yeah. 
started off high dollar thirty. Yeah. So at some point, something's gonna have to go back and grab that liquidity. And the volume, the twenty-four hour volume back then was two hundred sixty-eight million. Mm-hmm. Think about if Casper just gets one billion. Yeah. I'm following the the chart along as it dipped in value. Crazy, folks. This is crazy. Man, this is tough. And there's a lot that makes Casper very unique. Let's start with its security. Casper is a fully permissionless slash decentralized scalable blockchain designed for real world speed and security with very low sustainable energy use, which provides... Like you were saying earlier, it's going to be a lot harder to go in and pick out a block and just compromise it in a way. Like yeah. Ethereum has many problems. Oh, you're talking with, about the smart contracts. Yes. Yeah. But it's, it's just going to be really hard to go through that process of just compromising smart contracts and just any sort of the network. Sure. It's also very minimal, easy to use. Never really had, or Casper integrates into existing development processes and tool sets, reducing friction and training time. Yeah. Helps out immensely. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're sort of in the, em- not necessarily the embryonic stage. I mean, that's already launched. I guess it would be more of the toddler slash infant stage. The of baby your- years. Only one year in. Yeah. I mean, one, yeah. Me- one year on the markets. Think about it. Ripple, Ethereum. Bitcoin, they've been around for over a decade now. Yeah. Give it 10 years. You just call XRP Ripple. Kate? Gary? (laughs) Oh, Gary? (laughs) I'm going off of Coinbase. But hey, they just changed it to XRP. Good. Yeah, finally. Yeah, didn't they do that a little bit ago? Yeah, 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 just recently. Good. It changed it from Ripple to XRP. Took them long enough. Jeez. No wonder They're the starting SEC... to realize a lot more that XRP is not a security. A but, concept. But who would have who would have known? You know, all these Bitcoin ah. maxis out here. Everybody was too worried about doing their taxes. Yeah. They was no. It's yesterday. yesterday was tax day. I'm everywhere. You see, speaking of, did you see all those tweets that a bunch of politicians put up about abolishing the IRS? Really? What? There was like seven or eight politicians that were like, they don't want to pay taxes either. Well, I'm sure, but like they, they, they all had the general sentiment of uh, happy tax day. We need to kill, we need not kill, but like destroy the IRS. Take an end to the IRS. Turn it into the SRI. You know, as a libertarian, I see no issues with this. People should be able to do what they want. Put that up there. I mean, we call it, we consider ourselves a free country. <laughs> it should be free. <laughs> there's quotes. Yes, I was about to say, there's quotes yeah. between the free. Yeah. There are but, only two absolutes in this world, death and taxes. <laughs> and debt. More or less. Actually, nah, debt's nah, not. No, because you absolute. need to call bankruptcy. Can't declare bankruptcy from taxes. IRS is gonna just keep coming after you. Steal it regardless. If they don't steal your tax money, they'll steal your assets. It's about time we, we emptied some tea into a harbor. Or we just leave the country. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, any anybody got good any good recommendations for places with no capital gains tax? Mexico. Parts of Mexico actually. Really? Yeah, I was just looking into it recently. I think uh, more uh, like Bermuda. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just move to another country and just claim that you don't live there. What? You move to another country, you make all your money online, huh. and you just you never tell you never claim that you live there. I'll never get around to you. Well, then you need to also make sure that you can't be, uh, or I think it's extradited from that country. If yeah, so like if you're seeking asylum in another country, you need to make sure that you can't be exported back to the U.S. Because then you would be so SOL. It's not even funny. Once you get back, then you just run away. I'm kidding. Now they'll be waiting. (laughs) They'll be waiting at the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll they'll be they'll be on the landing strip waiting for you. I think it's possible. But that's another story. I was just because like the only way that you possibly could get away with that is if you just don't get caught up by the police. I mean, yeah, but you use cash for every transaction. But how do you get that cash out? Bring it with you. Bring a million dollars in cash and be very smart with it. But that's a lot of money to be walking around with. Yeah. A lot of money in duffel bags. And you rent. Instead of buying. Yeah. Through, through I, a third party that's very ghetto. Yeah, that's yeah, that okay. Yeah, I see your point. It's there. all gotta be lined up perfectly for this to work. But anyways. And then you gotta get like a facelift or something. Well, that I don't think your face really has your identity really has a major problem. But, the, here, but here's the thing though, if you're trying to do that, you also need to attempt to wipe your identity. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you go see a guy, you get your fingerprint changed. We're just, ta- we're literally starting a podcast on how to, how to flee the country. <laughs> hey, none of this is financial advice. To be <laughs> clear. Like everything we talk about, none of it's financial advice. <laughs> oh my. Uh, oh my. I really love how Casper um, breaks down their tokenomics. I think it's very spread out in the right ways. Yeah. So they give about 30.4% to their Genesis validator tokens, 17% to coinless public token sale, 16% to developer incentives, which is good to mm-hmm. provide just more value to the project yeah. in the long term. Yeah, you want more people to develop on it. You need more people working for you to grow that, ex- that development. Yeah. 12.6% to the Casper Association, just like we just stated. Uh, 10% to Casper Labs Holdings AG, um, 8% to the teams, and 6% to the advisors. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Yeah, they, they also have quite a few partnerships. A lot of these guys I've never heard of before, but there is a major, major one major. that they partnered with in the middle of last year around August. Casper Labs, who is the company that actually like made Casper, yes. Yes. they are partnered with AWS, which is Amazon Web Services. We've spoke about them before. Uh, yeah, we've spoken about them before, and it's actually on like the marketplace for software. Wow. Yeah, Amazon Web Services has like a full marketplace for software and blockchains that to you buy, can, like, de- uh, not to buy, with. but like to to develop on. Gotcha. So. I, I don't know exactly the, the process of like what you're buying. Yes. If maybe it's providing support or maybe if you're also 
trying to maybe run parts of a blockchain through Amazon Web Services so that we don't have to actually buy your own server farm. Gotcha. I could see that being a thing too. Validators that you need to accumulate. Yeah. Create a node. Well, I mean, yes, but also no. Because no. you also want to make sure that the uptime is like, and that's, that's where Amazon Web Services excels at. Because they, they have pretty much endless cash. I mean, they've got contracts. ODL through the butt. Yeah. No, they got contracts out the you-know-what with, with the Defense Department to actually, you know, help the government with their all of their stuff that they need to do for both the Defense Department and I think just the general, like, thing, like FBI, I mean, CIA and stuff would be Defense Department, but... You know your 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 homeland security type stuff. Of course. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, a major deal. Yeah. But people look past that stuff, you know. In the moment, they don't really. A lot of people don't dive deep into the token enough. Exactly. Or into the project behind the token enough to realize the value behind it. Yeah. But you know, that's when the alt kings come into play. Exactly. We need. Uh, we still need that the guy who makes those those really good infographs make an infograph for this maybe we can get them on the podcast someday and just be like so what goes through your head whenever you're making these infographs how do you start an how do you organize this yeah exactly it's because it looks like chaos but the more you read it the more you understand the more you follow the arrows the more it makes sense yeah as an infograph should work sure yeah, it would actually be a good idea for him to have like maybe like a little like a little red pen to like here. stick into it and be like that's the starting point like start here and then go here and then here and then here and then well, no. I think that's kind of <laughs> complex just because there's so many different, like, I guess you could say niches that yeah. they expand out to. So yeah, you can't he, really start in one specific spot. They kind of just branch off in their own way. Yeah. Yeah. He covers a bunch of different topics. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. But it all lines up properly. Yeah. Yeah. All Very well researched. How does, how does Casper work? And we, we've, I see that it's a correct by construction CBC construct and the consensus building peer nodes validator generate and pass messages in order to try and reach a consensus on newly created blocks. A block pros, uh, proposer selects a set of pending transactions and includes the hashes of a transactions in a block. This is a proto block. Consensus executes and the block is finalized. That's how it works. Where did you find that? What is Casper? Oh, market cap. Hilarious! I can't believe. I... You know, if we don't ever tell you all the information you want to know, I mean, we we obviously won't always say everything that's needed to be saying. Sure. Coin market cap is going to be your best friend. Yeah, coin market cap has an an excellent write up about Casper. About majority of the coins that matter. I yeah. guess you could say probably about. Because Casper is not top 100 coin at the moment. It's, nope. I what? believe, mid 100s. Uh, it's 154. I was about to say top 150. But yeah, roughly like top 200 tokens. Coin market cap's going to have a great overview about what they are and what they're trying to provide. Yeah. And it, it helps a lot when you're, one, new to the crypto space, and also just, two, a crazy crypto investor who's curious about anything and everything. Sure. And... It's just going to help you understand more 
and give you a brief overview of what they're trying to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you if you have friends or family or anybody that tells you about a coin, it's a it's a really great way that you can just quickly go in, search the ticker for it or even the name and scroll down, do a quick read. Does this looks look like some does this look like something I want to invest in? Is there 27 other coins doing the exact same thing? You know, and then you, it, it gives you like links and stuff that you can go in and read more about certain topics that are discussed in it. Funny thing that just came over my mind is your mom comes up to you and asks, Corbin, what's Shiba Inu? I just threw $300 into it. Can you give me a brief overview? I'll be like, Mom, Mom. Hold it till it overtakes Doge. <laughs> that won't ever happen. <laughs> no, I know. Anyways. Coin market cap's gonna be your best friend. Yeah. Yeah, the So so regarding what you said before with the the what is the, notes. the what is yes. Casper yes. part of this article, um it is quite interesting the way that they word this. So offering enterprise grade security, scale building, decentralization, all within the same protocol. Now what I'm trying to figure out is so it's all of those things because i was thinking in my head hbar does that yeah but it's not decentralized and hbar has a limit on the amount of nodes oh i didn't think about that hbar has a limit of 39 nodes but the thing with hbar though is the is it's so efficient that you don't really need to have a ton of nodes well, the nodes are also, aren't they given to the major institutions that are part of the Hedera Foundation? Yeah, I think they're given to the, the governing council. Or maybe they... Probably, it's part, it's probably just the governing council. Probably part of that, like, what do they have to pay? It's like $10 million or something like that to get in? I don't think it was, I think it was 10, like, billion. Yeah, whatever ridiculous amount. I think that's part of the package. And Better it, be. It makes sense. But once, once the nodes are finalized... Validator nodes execute all the transactions in the block and update their internal state. Mm -hmm. Then from there, the validators then send a finality signature indicating that they have completed executing the block, adding the block to the linear chain, and updated their internal state. Yeah. Which makes sense completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of the things with proof of stake too is it's a lot of these blockchains can get super complicated. Like you look at IOTA. And how it's set up and like, look, Iota's great. Yes. It it does what it needs to do very well. Of course. To some random Joe that's just hearing about crypto and is trying to get their feet wet, think be a little bit more simpler. Of course. I mean, <laughs> that's, yeah, very much so. Yeah. With the tangle. Because once they hear about the Tangle, then they're going to hear about MIOTA and they're going to be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what What do you mean? I bought one IOTA. It's 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 a thousand MIOTA. What? Does that mean I'm rich? Hilarious. <laughs> uh, society's problems. You know, it is. Well, it adapting. Is. It's just like the Internet back in the early 2000s. Nobody yeah. knew how to use it. Yeah. We're just all slowly what merging. Is, what is this instant messenger you speak? Is Google? What, 
Think about it like that. Who's AOL? Yeah. What is Google? That was a question at one point. Now people are asking, what is Casper? I, th- I think more people are asking, what is Ripple? Yeah. XRP is top six right now. Oh, it went up more? I'm in the ranks again. Good. Yep. I just want to see it top two again. Yeah. And then ETH thrown. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time, especially since ETH 2.0 just got delayed again. And this is also off. T- I, I, all right. So what I've been thinking about, this is completely off topic. Sure. But like all of these. So we have Flare being delayed. Like it's well, it's been delayed for the longest. Yeah. I guarantee it'll be delayed again. You think it won't make July 4th? No, probably not. <laughs> but we okay. have Ethereum being delayed now. Sure. We have just all of these different cryptos just continuing continuing to be delayed. If Ripple can get XLS20 out on time, that's just gonna that's gonna be amazing. If like if Ripple can just execute on what they're saying they're trying to accomplish and just get it out on time, I think that any sort of network that can just get their work done on time sure. will be the successful <laughs> networks. Makes sense. You know would be everything's being delayed. Oh yeah. Like when is it gonna end? True. But you also don't want them to cyberpunk it. Yeah. Have it just be like a botched mess on launch. Very but true. Here's another thing to think about too. I think XR personally, once again, not financial advice to anyone listening. Spitballing completely. I think XRP is going to have two, maybe potentially three bull runs within the next few months. I think I think it's going to have three major legs up from three different things. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that that GIF that I constantly put up here of it doing the the da 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 of it doing that, yeah, I think that's 100% possible off of solely a, a, a FOMO bull run, which is what we're in right now. So I think that once XLS 20D comes out, that's going to be a fat leg yeah. up for it. Yep. And then the other one that's going to be a fat leg is when the lawsuit settles. It's obvious. What I think is going to happen is, though, lawsuit will settle, FOMO, yep. people will dump their money in, like major investors and stuff. Yeah. Before they dump their money in, I think the institutions will hop on board before that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. There's going to be a mega spike from the institutional money. And then FOMO from everybody else missing out because the lawsuit wasn't ended just yet. True. But I also think the institutions are still waiting for another crash. Because when Tether gets rugged, that's going to suck so much liquidity out of the market. I'm scared to think about what the prices of everything are going to be. But anyway... The the third thing that I think is going to cause another fat leg is just how utility. everything is running right now. Utility. Well, you util- we're not on the utility bull run yet. So that's like a fourth or fifth leg then. Yeah, but that's down the line. That's post the crash. That's 2023 post- for you. Yeah, that's that's well, that's past, you know, all of our senators not being able to buy or sell stocks after they dump all of them on the market at the peak. Causing a massive recession. Then, yeah, it's coming. Not financial advice. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good talk about Casper. A moment of silence. (laughs) (laughs) A moment of silence for the financial crash that is soon to come. Inflation is imminent. Yeah. Well, I mean, inflation is death by a thousand cuts. And 
if you think about it, it all makes sense from a perspective of what if like the end goal is to have everybody be on digital currency for one reason or another. Oh, I think that is the end goal. I think people just aren't, they aren't understanding of that end goal yet. Mm -hmm. Just like the phone though, like messaging's not sent through the mail. We don't, when we send somebody mail, it's through our phone, not through letters and papers. I mean, yeah. you have all those companies sending you stuff, but it's sure. not like you're going to say, hey, Johnny, and send it through the mail. Yeah. It's all digital now. Yeah. And it's just a matter of getting the payment system fully digital as well. Yeah. And yeah, I agree with that too. But I also think that it, it, it makes sense. Like, all, like if you think about it from a completely macro perspective, like yeah. you zoom out on yeah. everything happening right now because it's a ton of stuff. Oh, yes. We are constantly living in a new crisis. It's the or, matrix. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But something to think about is people, including me, enjoy having physical money. Like, being cash. able to use cash, cash yeah. it's not really trackable. It kind of is, but like... You can get away with your taxes. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's nice to have a physical good that you have you know, at least some control of. You can just look at Rosie Brios' name on that dollar bill. Correct. Yes, exactly. Feel a little more confident about your investment. Yes. Not financial advice. <laughs> but, but the thing is, it's going to take a lot for people to switch away from traditional means of currency. It just more or less means that everybody's going to have to have a smartphone. Yes. So everybody will have to have some sort of smart device to make digital but currency. That's, that's not what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. You're right. That's not what I was getting at. Gotcha. What I was getting at is with how bad the inflation is and, you know, how, how few dollars can get you, you know, a certain amount of goods. Yeah. I think, once again, inflation is death by a thousand cuts at the end of the day. And when it gets to this level of inflation, plus with the economy stagnating, it's just a a whirlwind that I think will eventually end up collapsing our currency. I think it's by design. I think we have smart people that work, you know, in our institutions behind the scenes stuff behind the scenes. Yeah, you can look up Klaus Schwab for that. We have been off the rails. We are so far off the we rails. We should call this podcast Casper and Off the Rails. I think that'd do the trick. No, no, oh. we need we now for the for the for the, the thumbnail picture. Yeah. We should put Casper and then have rails. like XRP like falling out of it, like it was like behind it and it's like falling out of it. I'll make something happen. At the, at the end of the day, it all goes back to XRP. I mean, it's the chosen one. Not financial advice. What if everything is revolving around XRP? Like every single pair is just to XRP. Nah, that'd, that'd make zero sense. Oh. That'd be... Well, yeah. the, thing, the thing is, though, I think at some point we are going to have one, one world currency. Sure. I think it's kind of inevitable at this point. Everything's being set up for it. So it, it makes sense. But... Is that going to be XRP or is I don't I, watch it be XDC? It's going to be USDC. It's going to be whatever the Fed now payment system. uses. So whether the. Right. I just 
you're right. It's probably going to be USDC. It's going to be USDC because that will not fluctuate. At, like the, the price won't move. It's going to be stable at a dollar. Yeah. But what people are going to use to transact will be different altcoins. Yeah. They'll, they'll base it off of USDC. Everything will be paired to USDC. But to transact and to move money and to be able to send money properly, it's going to be based off of different currencies. It'll probably end up being based off of XLM. Because USDC... For specific, for specific use cases. Yeah, but... Every use case, everything has its own use case. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I'm, I'm just saying as of right now. Yeah, yeah. So Circle is partnered with Stellar and you can actually use... Uh, you can actually use USDC on XLM's blockchain. Wow. Yeah. So you don't have to pay gas fees, like the Ethereum gas fees to move your USDC, which is like, hello, oh, yeah. finally. Literally. Like, it's brutal. Like, yes, I want to be able to, you know, when the market's super volatile, put my money into, you know, some sort of a stable coin. For sure. But at the same time, if I want to move it, I don't want to have to give away like five or 10% of what I just put in yeah. just to move it and then it's to like my cold storage. Not efficient. Not efficient. More effective. Yeah. It's also completely off topic. You know what I just thought of? What? We can actually put LED lights on this table now. Ooh, yeah, yeah. we can. Yeah, so if you guys uh, didn't also realize we yeah. just keep on upgrading because we love you guys so much and we want to provide the best content possible and we got a new table. Yeah, new table, and then we finally got some proper stands. They'll see that in the most recent one. So Vicente can stop roasting me. We're, we're becoming more professional, Vicente. We promise. We promise. He's, pro he's probably listening to this on the treadmill like, oh, these damn no dweebs, they went off the rail on Casper. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's probably on the treadmill like, all right, they, they did a little bit better. A little bit. Still, still progress. Not, still wait, not great. Wait but. till we're at episode 100, having the rebel bull. Wouldn't that be crazy? Got Gonna two happen. 4K cameras, one on each of us. Three 4K cameras, because if you need a brief overview as well. Oh, actually, no. It would just be one and one, right? Yeah, one and one. And then if we start doing in-person interviews, so like if we wanted to have like barboons or that'd be cool. Next rooms on. We should we should honestly organize like some sort of a big NFT creator meetup. I think that would be really cool. How many people? I mean, like, be, there could also be people who fly in for that. Yeah, like we, we go we go out to the beach somewhere, or maybe we go go karting or something. Everybody meets at Bucky's. Yes, we all meet at Bucky's. <laughs> we, we get just, some pulled pork. Just, hit the beach. Yeah, sounds like day. a good time. And we put up poster boards on the beach of all the different NFTs. Yeah ideas flowing out the bando you what that ideas are flowing out the bando it made zero sense but I just had to repeat myself sure sure that's why i was like i that's what? english <laughs> what never heard of her anyway yeah so casper's really cool i recommend doing we, some more digging we, yeah we we think it's the ethereum killer just could potentially be one of the ethereum killers there's gonna be a lot that kills ethereum. yeah just keeps on stabbing it. Yeah, honestly, because if, if you think about it now too, the other thing with with Ethereum, the way it's sort of operating right now is Ethereum cannot scale properly 
to the current demand. So if you think about a blockchain that's going to need to scale, that ha that would need to scale properly to the current demand, and then plus some as more and more development goes on. The future demand. That's, the future demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's going to be nutty. It's, it's going to be insane. Yeah. It won't be able to handle anything. We're going to be paying thousands of dollars for Ethereum gas fees. They don't turn to Ethereum 2.0 yeah, anytime I, soon. Yeah. I still think we should we should like genuinely place like a $10 bet on whether or not we think Flare or Ethereum 2.0 is going to launch first. No comment. I think Flare is going to launch first. It probably will. I mean, it was literally supposed to be done last year. Yeah. My birthday time last year, July last year. Sure. I was so hyped. I'm like, Flare's about to go. Dude, I was hyped too. And then they got audited. Yep. Yep. There'll be more to come on Casper. Yeah. Down the road. Yeah, we uh we definitely want to do like a deep dive into their partnerships because a lot of these a lot of these companies, like your average person's not gonna know. Um but I've like randomly heard some of these just in talking with friends who are also into crypto, but it's mainly it's mainly venture capital groups. But also there's this really, really cool one. Hold. Go, I just had it. I will edit. IPWE. That one's a really cool one. So, IPWE handles uh patents and the Gosh. patent registration process. Sure. So, it's effectively creating a new approach to patent ownership verification and it will use a joint chain of custody solution that uses the Casper blockchain to store, secure, and trace patent data. Which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Because if you think about it, you know, at some point, everything's going to be tokenized. Why Patents will be tokenized. Yeah, even the most, like, random things that, like, you just wouldn't think about on a daily basis are going to be tokenized. Which is really cool. So, they, uh... Something, something to think about. Mm-hmm. To throw through your brains. Yeah, so they have built the world's first global patent market, connecting the world's patent ecosystem on a single platform. Wow. And it enables traditional patent tran transactions, license, sales, acquisitions, and empowers new classes of transactions like reporting, financing, and insurance. Because it's all, you can like track it a lot easier versus yeah. going to like the patent office and you know doing your transaction that way. So similarly, I'm curious if they have already. Uh, I'm curious if they have all the patents already established on the network. I don't know how long that migration takes. The uh, this article is from January 27th of last year. Gotcha. So I, they haven't released anything yes. as far as I can find about you know an update to this, other than that they've got a super strong partnership, which is which is really cool to see. Very true. Very very true. But to sum things up on Casper, yep. Casper is fully permissionless and decentralized with single node types. It is also a developer friendly through open and multiple programming languages. It also is a turning complete smart. It's Casper is turning complete smart contracts. What it says, turing com complete smart contracts. I'm 
failing. I was just letting you, you go on that one. Mathematically secure and live, including DDoS protection. No node limits. Weighted key management. Continuous integration and deployment. Meta transactions and a flexible payment code. They're all things that Casper is attacking. Yes. And can't utilize. Yep. But with that being said. With that being said. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Alt Kings podcast. Brr, 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 brr. Trying to do my best variable bullet interpretation. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Alt Kings podcast. Wait, wait, wait. Can I do one? Ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Alt Kings podcast. We will catch you next time on our podcast. You missed that. It wasn't even like. Dog, you went for like the wall on that one.